Hello everyone, welcome back to an all new episode of Soul Sugar Podcast. It is your host, Carrie Rad, and I just got back from my bachelorette party, so bear with me guys, because it was a weekend of drinking, it was a weekend of having so much fun. I don't feel that hungover for some reason, I still have energy, I think I just was really smart about how much water I drank throughout the weekend, and I kind of like spread out all of the alcohol over the two days, so... I definitely had two back-to-back nights of drinking more than usual because I honestly never even go out in my day-to-day life. Um, I haven't been out partying in a very long time, so this was a weekend of like a lot of that, but it was so much fun. My best friend, who is also the maid of honor in my wedding, just threw me the best bachelorette I could have ever imagined. The thing that makes a bachelorette so amazing is that I have these women that I love so much in my life who are just so special to me and being able to be around all of them in one weekend where some of them have never even met each other was just so cool and it was just so fulfilling and a bachelorette is an excuse to be able to do that you know obviously you can do that in life and you can try your best to plan but you know it's kind of random if you're just planning a random weekend with women who have never met each other and you're bringing them together and I think that we should just do that more often I think we shouldn't just do that for bachelorettes I feel like there should be like something else that's not around a wedding that's you know called something else that women should start creating where we can all get together and have a weekend together I don't know what that might be but I'm going to start thinking on that because I feel like we need these to happen more often than just a bachelorette. Today's episode is going to be an advice podcast. I picked two questions that I loved. Side note, thank you so much to those of you who have been sending in questions. You can do so at soulsugarpodcast at gmail.com. These two questions are great. I'm really excited to chat through them. I've been thinking about them for the last week and just thinking the best way that I want to chat through them with you guys. I want to give a disclaimer. I know that you guys know this, but I think it's important for me to say it anyways. I am not a licensed therapist or psychologist, so I'm giving you guys advice as a friend and just the best advice that I possibly can. I definitely look for questions that I feel comfortable chatting on. If there's anything ever in my inbox that seems like it is better for somebody who is a professional, then I normally tend to skip it because I don't want to answer things that I haven't experienced myself and that I don't have the knowledge to share. So if you're listening to this episode and you sent in a question but you feel like you need further advice, please seek out professional help for it because mental health is so, so important. And as much as I love being here for you guys as a friend, I know that it's so important for you guys to seek out professional help when need be. So if you ever feel like you need more help, please seek professional help. And I just want to put that out there because I'm looking out for you guys and I would hope somebody would do that for me as well. Just a heads up, when I read through questions, I am always going to keep the writer anonymous. A lot of people ask to stay anonymous when they write in, so I just think it's easier if across the board I keep everybody anonymous. The first question that I want to chat through today is as follows. How do you deal with people in your life that aren't on the same self-care journey? I have some pretty negative friends in my life who seem to prefer bathing in misery rather than soaking up the positivity. I end up spending a lot of time alone because I'd rather be alone watching positive YouTube videos than being brought down by negative energy. Any advice or words of wisdom? 
I love this question because I have definitely dealt with this before in my past and I honestly still deal with it from time to time now. I am a naturally positive person and it seems like here whether you are a naturally positive and optimistic person or if you have to work at it, if you are spending that energy in a positive light, other people being super down or super negative in your life can feel like it's really weighing you down and a lot of the times it feels like it's just not fair because you're spending all of this energy to be an optimistic person to live life in a positive way and if somebody is just pulling you back and making you feel like you can't spread your wings and be who you want to be entirely and live a happy life then you're going to want to feel like you just want to kind of take those shackles off and walk forward in into a life that you've been working on creating for yourself so do I understand where you're coming from at wanting to be home and just watching positive YouTube videos and staying away from the negative energy absolutely I think the most important thing to do in this situation is to take a step back and think about the person or the people who are bringing that negative energy into your life and definitely think about them individually so if there is like several people think about them individually and think to yourself what is this person going through right now and we normally have a pretty good idea of what people in our lives are going through at the time so if it's a friend you know start thinking about this person in terms of like you know is my friend happy in his or her career right now is it is it their relationship and I'm not saying to judge this person and to come up with assumptions about their life but I think it's easy to understand like hey you know what I don't think that this negative energy or Actually, you can say, I know that this negative energy doesn't have to do anything with me. And there are two ways that you can go about dealing with this. You can decide to take a step back like our person who wrote in said that they, you know, really end up spending a lot of time alone because they'd rather be alone watching positive YouTube videos than being brought down by the negative energy. And I completely understand that because what you're doing in that situation is you are you are creating boundaries and you are protecting your positive energy. And that is so important. Another thing to think about as time goes on and once you're sort of healed in this journey of like bringing as much positive light around you as possible, really think about that, you know, you can help people feel more positive as well. And so I think that, you know, If you are around those people who are, you know, being negative most of the time and kind of like bathing in their self-misery, you can help them see the light. And that's what I really try to do in my life. But I also understand creating boundaries and removing yourself from it because I have done that as well. So there's definitely two things to do. And it's not like you need to pick one thing over the other. Like sitting in your room and watching watching positive YouTube videos is great for a certain extent of time, but you have to remove yourself from that and go back out into the real world and communicate with people who are in your life. But understand that there are people in your life who don't know how to be positive who are so so stuck in this negative pattern that they don't know how to remove themselves from it and you can really inspire them to make that shift and I think that there's really subtle ways you can do that without being in your face about it but know that some people are just more they're just wired in a way to just 
not look at the positive side of things. And to the writer, I think that you are in this person's life for a reason. There is a reason why you guys have been brought together. And maybe that reason is to show this negative person that there are ways to create more positivity in life and you have to think about if you are willing to take on that challenge because it will take time and energy but I think just being around somebody like that will just naturally inspire them to see life the way that you are seeing it because everybody wants to look at life in a more optimistic way like that's just that's just the truth because that's going to help us heal that's going to help us be less stressed that's going to really take weight off of our hearts if we are able to look at the silver lining in situations and I think that you could really be there for somebody to help inspire them to see life the way that you're seeing it because you're in a really special place you're in a special place that you're able to do that and you're able to remove yourself from the self-misery and you're able to really take time and making sure that you're really receiving positive energy from the world and that's really special and you should be really proud of yourself for being able to do that and the more and more you're able to do that the more and more you're able to give to others and you can really change people's life and you can really do that in a natural way in a way that's not really in their face but just subtly telling them certain things that helps you and also just being around them will be enough to help them make that change let's take a quick break to hear a word about our sponsor hemfusion Thank you to Hemfusion for sponsoring today's episode of Soul Sugar. There is so much confusion around CBD these days, and that's why I'm so excited to be working with Hemfusion because not all CBD is created equally. Adding Hemfusion CBD to your daily routine adds so many great benefits. Our bodies already make cannabinoids and plant-based CBD helps to naturally balance out our body. Hemfusion doesn't just offer CBD, they offer CBD plus omegas plus terpenes to help you feel 100%. They do this because CBD works best for your body when it's combined with other nutrients. I have been loving their Sleep CBD Full Spectrum for a while now. It's the CBD Full Spectrum Hemp Extract and it's been helping me get deeper sleep which I am always a fan of. If you guys are interested in checking out Hemfusion, I have a promo code for you guys. If you use promo code SOULSUGAR, you get 20% off of your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. That's promo code SOULSUGAR. Get Hempfusion shipped anywhere in the U.S. Our next viewer wrote in about being a highly sensitive person and she writes, I have been very sensitive my whole life as well as empathic. I know that most people talk about sensitivity and empathy as a gift, but there are many times where I see it as a burden. I've found myself in many situations where I'm scared of movies that everyone else wants to watch or I'm unreasonably anxious about things that everyone else is enjoying. It ends up with me being very passive and not standing up for myself because I'm scared of inconveniencing everyone. I also tend to shelter myself from the news and can't stand seeing negative stories or images. I then wish I could toughen up and be like everyone else, even when I know it's nearly impossible without hurting myself. But I also don't want to act like everything is perfect and rainbow because I know it just isn't the reality. I try to see my sensitivity and HSP statuses as a gift, and I know they are, but in this tough world, it can be hard to manage. 
Any advice you have is helpful. Thank you so much. I feel like there are probably a lot of people listening to this episode that can relate to this. Whether you consider yourself an empath or not, I think that there are a lot of sensitive people in the world. And I think even just more than ever before, right now, we're going through some serious drama as a planet. It can be a lot to wake up in the morning to look at the news and see what's happening to other people, what's happening to our planet, what's happening in our government. It can be so heavy. And there has been times in my life where I did have to remove myself completely from reading the news because it was affecting my everyday. It was affecting my productivity. Sometimes I got to the point where I felt like I didn't even want to make a YouTube video because of just what was happening in the world and and something that I had read on the news and Of course, it's so important for us to know and it's so important for us to be informed and it's important for us to know what's happening in the world, but we also have to protect ourselves. And when you say not watching scary movies because it affects you, there is, gosh, I can't even tell you how much I relate to that. Um, I don't watch scary movies because I have that boundary for myself and that's okay. And if anybody ever makes you feel shame for not wanting to watch a specific movie, please just stand up for yourself in that moment and know that that is a boundary that you have set for yourself that is completely and utterly valid because the news is a nightmare. The news is a scary movie in itself. And if you are somebody who wants to be informed, you are reading things that are going to affect your yourself just because you are sensitive and also people who aren't highly sensitive it's still we're human beings for me it's been really beneficial to remove content from my life that terrifies me because if I sit down and I consume something that's gonna keep me thinking about it for days afterwards or even months afterwards or even years afterwards that's just not for me and I don't need it and I'm okay with that and I respect that decision within myself and I respect other people that feel that way and I also respect people who love a good scary movie and I think it's awesome that they are able to watch that as entertainment and for it to not affect them but I think people who watch stuff like that and who have a little bit of anxiety and even a little bit of paranoia when it comes to like what could happen at any time and if they start you know imagining scary things like I think it's good to think about what content they're consuming because if they really love scary movies but they're also having anxiety about what could happen to them like removing that from their life might be a good choice I know I have a friend of mine who is a mom and she really really loves like these crime shows and you know she watches all these things but she also was telling me how she has a lot of anxiety about you know what could happen at any time and you know being a mom has really like scared her to you know do these different things because she doesn't want anything to happen to her or her family or whatever it might be and I just said to her like maybe she's like I love these crime shows and I'm like I just told her that I feel like it might be something to even just cut down a bit because what we consume is obviously going to affect the way we think. Another thing that our listener wrote in about that I would love to talk about 
is how she ends up feeling very passive and not standing up for herself because she's afraid of inconveniencing everyone. And I think that with that, it's good to start thinking about some tools that you can utilize in life to create sort of these boundaries and things that you can prioritize in your life to help navigate that. And so I sat down last week and kind of thought about what I've done because I can really relate to that and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that can relate to the feeling of not wanting to stand up for yourself even though you feel a certain way about a particular moment just because you can't stand the idea of kind of having this confrontation with somebody in your life because you're just too sensitive and it would just be too overwhelming. So I think the most important thing is to figure out what drains you. So if you're feeling extra defeated lately and as highly sensitive people, that can be really easy to feel. So what is it? Is it a conversation you're having with a family member? Is it the way a friend communicates with you? Is it is it the news? Is it is it scary movies? Is it what is it that's like making you feel this burden and what makes you feel this weight? Now once you figure that out, then that really helps you navigate how to solve the problem. If it's the way that you're communicating with a family member, then then it's really important to start setting boundaries, whether it be with family members, friends, in a romantic relationship, whatever it may be. Like You can start drawing some lines in the sand and saying, okay, this is what's draining me. So is it, you know, maybe it's an in-law. Well, okay, then I don't open up this bag here to have this conversation with this specific person because if this is what's draining me, then I'm going to close that door and I'm going to respect myself enough to know that having this specific conversation drains me. So I'm going to close that door. And I think that that is something that's really important as human beings because there are things that will affect us more than than others and vice versa. Some people might be affected by a certain situation or a certain piece of content or a certain conversation more so than others. And it's good to know what it actually is that's draining you. Something that I can really relate to that our writer said was not wanting to inconvenience people. And this can be tricky because I've always kind of lived my life like I don't really want to be a burden on anybody, so I'm just going to like live my life the way I want to, and if there's something wrong, I don't really tell anybody, and I kind of deal with it myself. This can lead to being a bit unhealthy, though, because then we're kind of just dealing with everything on our own, and that can be difficult. So I think to learn what drains you, to set the boundaries, and then to also understand that it's okay to be a burden sometimes as long as you're not like you know showing up at people's houses unannounced and you know like bringing your problems into people's lives extensively but like there are people in your life that you should tell how you feel about certain situations and that you shouldn't be afraid to be um it's okay to take up space it's okay to have opinions it's okay to want things to be done or said a certain way and to stand up for yourself and to verbalize them and let them be known and that took me time to realize and to feel comfortable with but the more you practice it here and there in a respectful way because of course it's so important to 
to be self-aware and to, to know the way that you're doing things and how they affect other people. But it's also important to know that your feelings and your emotions and your opinions and all of these things are valid and that they should be heard. If we decide to just shelter ourselves from feeling any type of confrontation and we shelter other people from feeling inconvenienced by us, then we're not taking ownership of our thoughts and our opinions, which ends up just leading to us feeling like we're just building resentment. Then we're in a place where we're not only changing who we are to accommodate other people, but we're also building resentment at the same time. And we don't want to live a life where those things are working hand in hand together because then we're not being our true selves and we're definitely not living our best lives. I want to end this discussion by reiterating and revisiting the three tools that I have discussed in this question. And that was one, to figure out what drains you. Two, to set boundaries where need be. And three, to don't change who you are to accommodate other people. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's advice podcast and that you were able to take something away from the discussion. If you guys would like to send in your questions for me to answer, you can do so at soulsugarpodcast at gmail.com. Also, come be friends with me over on the Instagram. It's at soulsugarco. I have an all new episode of Soul Sugar Podcast up every Monday, so I will talk to you guys then. Bye.